Hey, YA, what is going on? Hey, if you are in the Denver area this week, uh, November 17th, Red Rocks Young Adults is doing our Friends Giving Celebration. Whoop, whoop. We are literally clearing out the auditorium. We are rolling in a ton of tables. We were getting Thanksgiving food catered. We got the turkey, the mashed potatoes and gravy, the green beans, the rolls, the pies. We have got it all. And we would love for you to come hang out uh, and celebrate our Friendsgiving with us this upcoming Thursday, November 17th at 7 p.m. at our Lakewood campus. You can find all the information you need uh, on our Instagram page, which is Red Rocks YA, or you can go to our website, redrocksya.com for all the information. But we would love for you to come hang out with us at our Friendsgiving. This is an incredible time for you to invite some friends that might be unfamiliar with uh, church, or maybe they're just somewhere on their faith journey and wouldn't maybe necessarily come to a normal young adult service. Um, we literally hang out together, eat together, watch some football, play a couple games, um, and just spend time growing in community. There's no secret agenda. There's no surprise gotchas. It is literally just a time for us to come together and get to know the people that you sit next to every single week within the YA community. So again, this Thursday, 7 o'clock, November 17th, invite your friends. We will feed you. It costs absolutely nothing, but we would love to see you there at our annual Young Adults Friendsgiving event. So invite everybody you know, and uh, we hope to see you there. Now let us dive in to this week's podcast where we talk about love and answer the question, is love really blind? Let's go. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Young Adult Podcast. We're back. We're back. Connor and Milana here. We took a little bit of a hiatus. Unintentionally, though. Unintentionally. Connor's family was ill. I was wrecked with the flu. <laughs> Literally, the real flu. I didn't know this. I'm 34, and I just found out. I thought the flu was just like a generic term for not feeling well, but we actually had influenza A which is the actual strand, I guess, of the flu. And super long story short, so I, I normally, well, I say normally, I haven't in a couple years, but I try to, like, if I'm ever somewhere, my doctor's like, do you want the flu shot? I'm like, sure. I'm not, like, opposed to it. But our daughter has very specific allergies. As so, a grace. Yeah, so we have to take her to, like, an allergist to get um, her, like, flu shots and stuff. And we just totally spaced because she can't have like egg-based ones, yada, yada. It's a long story. But anyway, didn't get the flu shot. Super sick. I was in bed, shaking, sweating, <laughs> but like freezing. Um, and then it went through my kids. And now my wife has literally been sick for like a week. Aaron. Like truly, like laying in bed. Um, it's it, You know, it's so weird. It's so frustrating when your spouse is sick. <laughs> and not like you're not like mad at them. I'm not like mad at Aaron for being sick, obviously. Yeah. But I'm just like, get better. You know, you're what like, I, mean? I need like, your help. Yeah. Like <laughs> for real. And she's like definitely not faking it. Like it's not like a, she's not like embellishing it. She truly feels terrible, which like sucks. My heart breaks for her. But I'm also Aaron. like, get better. <laughs> Well, that is why we did not record a podcast for y'all last week. Yeah, genuinely. Connor was I've I've had Ill. so much anxiety about getting some podcasts out. We really I know we say this anytime I'm like, we're gonna be more consistent, we're gonna release more. 
we just get something <laughs> like literally something happens. Something. Um, but our goal in the new year is to release not only consistently, but release more podcasts to actually bring different avenues of content from the podcast. So um, we are, we're dreaming, we're scheming, we love the podcast, but we are back. We will be consistent throughout the end of the year um, and we will do our best. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do our best. Yeah. Have and, grace for us because sometimes people get the flu. Yes. But um, we are back. We're back. And we, boy, do we have Dude, we've a got some stuff we want to talk about. And is it super spiritual? No, but we're going to make it that. We'll <laughs> make gonna, it spiritual. We will spit it. Yeah. Everything is, everything is spiritual. Unless right? you've been living under a rock. <laughs> Love is Blind season three. Yeah, season three. Season three came out. So we are spending this whole podcast talking about Love is Blind. And I'm not kidding. We're titling the podcast Love is Blind or maybe Is Love Blind. Um, But we're going to talk about the show. Huh? That's their tagline. Oh, we surely (laughs) hope you think it is. (laughs) You prove that it is. Yeah. We have seen the show. You know what we're talking about. If you haven't seen the show, go watch it. Um, it is the definition of binge-worthy trash TV. True. Where there's no true value that you'll take out of it, but it'll entertain you. It'll entertain you, and hopefully, hopefully, you will see how not to conduct relationships when finding right. a spouse. Truthfully, I hope nobody watches it and is like, "That's a great idea." <laughs> um. But, okay, Love is Blind. Milana, explain the show for those people who have not seen it. Yes. Okay, so essentially there are a bunch of single guys and a bunch of single girls who are brought into this experiment, um, and they're separated, and the only way that they can communicate is through these little rooms they call the pods, and there's like a wall in between you, so you can't actually see the person that you're talking to. So guys and girls go and they take notes and they learn things about people just based on like their voice and their like conversations. So essentially you're trying to decide if love is blind because you're not able to like see what they look like. So you can't make a judgment off of looks right away. Um, And so eventually if you decide that you like someone, you fall in love, the only way that you can meet them and see what they look like is if you propose And if you propose, you are then like introduced to each other and people see each other for the first time. And then you get to go off and go on a vacation together, like a little honeymoon, pre-marriage honeymoon. Pre-marriage honeymoon, which is (laughs) dumb. That is not a good idea. (laughs) A horrible idea. If you are are listening to this, don't do a pre-marriage honeymoon. Just get married and do it after. Just get married. Yes, don't, don't be traveling. But anyway, you go and you meet and like whatever couples end up getting engaged, go... And do this little vacation together. And then they end up moving in together. Um, also, don't do that. Don't move in with your fiance. But they move in together. And then they go all the way up to the altar. And only at that moment do you find out, like, if love is blind, quote, yeah, unquote. I mean, you either say yes or no. They maximize the potential amount of pain you can ha- you can cause to another individual. It's true. Yes. It's so true. And it's wild. There'll be, like, couples that you think, they're like, oh, they're going all the way. like, And then they'll get up to the altar and they'll be like, I do not. Yeah. And then that's when the person finds out whether or not they're getting married. Seriously. And it's it's brutal, you guys. It is brutal. If you watched it, you know. If you haven't. 
it sounds like a wild concept. That's because it is. Um, but it's it's wild. And this season I felt like was more wild than past seasons. Like there were so many couples that went to the altar and there was so much like drama surrounding all the couples and the reunion show was wild i thought for sure that um sk and raven were gonna thought, get married okay here's the thing i was so anti them initially <laughs> because dude okay and now here here's the thing too obviously the show manipulates people to display like certain personality traits. Right. But they made Raven look kind of like a gold digger, look <laughs> kind of like super conceited. Yeah. Like initially in the pods. So you said like they, she can't, was, like, doing they can't see each other. They're just jacks. talking. Yeah. She was like, she's in the fitness. She's like a fitness trainer and like a, a like a bottle service a girl or whatever. instructor. Yeah. And she's like really into fitness, like takes care of herself and they just kind of started to portray her as like a very conceited person. I and agree the, with that. In the first couple episodes, I was like, she sucks. She's super conceited. Don't like her. But yeah. then as it like grows, you could see as the show goes on, like she's in it for all the right reasons. Yeah. And, and literally, I think the producers were just like, we got to give this, we got to put an angle on this person. Like, oh, she's like a pretty girl who's in the fitness Let's make her conceited. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, and it's like, no, like as there's, I thought like SK and um, Raven, I was like, stand no chance. So dumb. Right. She's terrible. She's awesome. They're awesome. And actually became and the still couple together. I feel like I was rooting for the most. I just spoiled it. Sorry. There might be spoilers on here. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Big time. Yeah. No, they were, they were like my favorite towards the end. Um, I'm trying to think. Man, Bartise. Bartise. Barstool, as people are calling him. Barstool? <laughs> on in social media. He, he literally looks like he would be on Barstool Sports. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but like it's- He's, it's, he's a bro. Dude, a bro to the nth degree. <laughs> okay, so let's just kind of go through. Maybe we can even pull like fun facts out of each couple. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Raven and SK- my favorite couple. Same. Uh, what would be one like young adult relational advice piece uh, that I would give them that you would take away <laughs> from their relationship to give to our to our listeners? Um, one thing that I was really impressed by is there was a moment when they were in Malibu where Bartice comes up and is like hitting on Raven. And if you look, if you watch the show, they are kind of like the quint. Like if you were pairing people up, he's like a. Fitness He's guy a fitness too, guy. Like bodybuilder. Yeah, you would pair them up, I feel like, right away. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, you two go together. He, like, hits on her, and she's like, nope, I'm sorry. I've, like, made a commitment. Dude, she shut it down. That's yeah. When, that's when I became Team Raven. Right. I'm like, okay. Yes. And so, like, I think it's easy to always, like, in this age, be, like, kind of looking around for, like, who else is out there? Who else yeah. is out there? Especially with, like, dating apps. And she, like, saw that through with SK. Yeah, she really did. And I thought that was – I'm like, that's great. Like, that is a good example of, like, hey, see that through yeah. before you go looking around for, like, other options. Yeah. I would say if if there's a piece of relationship advice um, that you could take away from SK and Raven, it would be sometimes love grows. 
And oh, that's good. And what I mean by it's that true. is they're they were both they're both attractive people. I think they were both initially attracted to one another, like when they saw each other for the first time. Because again, the premise of the show is you try to fall in love with somebody's personality without seeing them, and then if you propose to them then you can unseen, them. like in the pods where you can't see each other. You can just talk to each other. It's like a hotel with like a thin wall where you can like hear somebody, but you can't see them. You propose in the pods and then you see the person. Yeah. I think they both were attracted to each other, but they didn't have that spark necessarily, even, right though, even though they had it in the pods. My thing is this. Like, I think so many people look for like the butterflies so intensely. Mm-hmm. And what we saw in their relationship is that love can grow yeah and i think for some of you like you meet somebody they've got everything you're looking for but there's just not that spark sometimes that's super important but other times like the more you're around this person the more in love you'll become with that person yeah so that's my tidbit from raven and sk that's good okay what about (laughs) i'm trying not to choose the most problematic couple what about we'll go to the other couple that is still together alexa and brennan what is a relationship? Alexa implies? and Brennan. She I the, forgot about that. I know. Most forgettable couple. <laughs> I'm sorry if they I'm sorry if they uh listen to this podcast. I'm sure they do not. They don't. But <laughs> Alexa and Brennan. Alexa like wants to be a Kardashian and Brennan's just along for the ride. Yeah. He's here's, a yes man yes. to his to his wife. Okay, here's what you can pull away from Alexa and Brennan. <laughs> a, Brennan changed his faith for Alexa. Oh, that's true. He converted to Judaism. Dude. Wrong. That's not what you want. Is there like a... There's a... That's a... He's a clown. The green one is scary. Oh, there we go. No, that's him. That's That's for Brennan. Here's what it is. This is what it felt like to me. And again, I don't know these people. And so maybe you're like, ooh, you're being super judgmental. I'm not trying to be. It's a show that they put out for you to talk about. Brennan seemed like he would do anything to please Alexa as far as change his faith. Yeah. And to me, that screams red flags. For sure. To me, that's so relatable to young adults because I talk to so many young adults and and not to throw shade, but if I'm just being honest, specifically young adult girls Mm -hmm. who fall in love with a guy and then are willing to change everything about themselves to suit this guy. That's so true. And can I tell you that like if you start a relationship that way and if that's the way you have to if that's what you have to do to keep that person around, yeah. That's what you're going to have to do throughout yeah, the entire relationship. That. You're going to have to continue to change yourself until one day you're just going to be like no, like I need to be my own person. Yeah. And things are going to go bad because one, the person that you've said yes to or said yes to you is used to you changing for them. Yeah. So for all of a sudden you to come out of left field and not change yourself anymore for them, they don't know what that's like because you've never stood up for yourself. You've never had a backbone and you've never known your like own personal identity mm-hmm. of who you are. Apart from that person. Yeah. So, so true. Less, lesson from Alexa and Brennan, don't change. Now, uh, there's always a caveat. Right. In every relationship, you grow as a person. Yeah. You learn what you should change, like little preferences about dumb stuff. Yeah. But then you growth all- and change are like different. Yeah. Here's here's my takeaway. You need to know who you are and have a strong personal identity 
before mm-hmm. you jump into a relationship. That's good. I feel like Alexa, right? Alexa? Yeah. Had that and Brennan didn't. Did not. And so he is morphing to anything she wants him to be. That's true. That is a recipe for disaster. So young adult, before you enter into a relationship, know who you are and what you're looking for. And don't just morph to whoever, like if somebody looks good. Who somebody wants you to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That would be my takeaway. What about you? That's a good one. That's a good one. I feel like that would, that's definitely a lesson learned from my past relationships is trying to be exactly who like guys wanted me to be versus finding my identity in Christ. Um, Another one from them is it didn't seem very balanced. That's another way to put it. But what do you mean? Like she wears the pants. Oh, a thousand. That's what I'm and, saying. He yeah. doesn't know who he is. And it, it didn't seem very. Um, she didn't seem as into him as he did into her. Here's, here's what I'll say. And I feel terrible because now I feel like we're just like judging these people that we've never met or known. I know. But but this here, is reality TV for you. It's reality TV. And a lot. I know a lot of young adults watch this. So I think it's a really great conversational piece to like have real relationship talks about. I don't think either of them felt super confident in who they were. So like she wears the pants like she, I I don't think she has the confidence within herself to let somebody else make decisions and calls. Yeah. And like, I think it's, I think it's like a, uh, what am I trying to say? It's a coping mechanism. Yeah. It's, it's just a way to deflect um, by always having to like be in charge. Mm-hmm. So SK and Raven, sometimes love grows. Um, I would say Brennan and Alexa, you have to know who you are before entering into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 be Plato. Like know who you are um, before entering into a relationship. Okay, next for one. For sure, for sure. Next one. Um, okay, Bartise and Mary. Oh my gosh. I feel like they're yeah. Bartise and Mary. What's a good thing we can take away from that? <laughs> good or bad? Like, what's a lesson you can a learn? A lesson learned. Bartise is this bro um, who, if, I, if I'm just being honest, he, he is just brutally honest about how he is not attracted to her. I know. It's so, like, I feel like there's a lesson in honesty here. Because there is a lesson of being honest and real with people. Like, if you aren't into someone being honest with them... And there's a way to do so without, like, being hurtful. Yes. You know, because he was like, oh, this girl's a smoke show and this other girl's yeah. so hot. And, like, there's a way to, like, if you aren't attracted to someone, fair. Totally fair. Just say, hey, I'm not into this relationship. Yeah, just be like, hey, this isn't working for me. You don't have to be like, hey, I'm going to break up with you because I'm actually not physically attracted to you and I'm more into girls like this. Yes. That's going to shatter someone's confidence. It's so messed up. And it's just like speaking death over somebody. Yeah. Versus like having an opportunity to just really like do that gracefully. Yeah. So there's a lesson there. Okay. I think this kind of dives into like the more the bigger point that we wanted to get to. Um so we can maybe pause the other relationships for now. <laughs> but it's kind. this is kind of the premise of the entire show. Is love blind? Um, yeah. How important should looks be in a relationship? I mean, I'm not going to say that they don't matter. Um, They're wildly important. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Thank you. I'm like, don't make me say it. <laughs> looks are wildly important. It. They are. In the words of my grandmother, beauty is skin deep, 
but ugly's to the bone. Oh, Betty Sue. Ugly is to the bone. What what a quote. And beauty is obviously in the eyes of the beholder. Thousand percent. But I think that looks are wildly important. Yeah. And I think to pretend like they're not it's is like you're kidding yourself. Yeah. Okay. A uh, friend of the podcast, friend of young adult ministry, uh, Manny Arango. Shout out, Manny. He says all the time that there is this like false narrative within like our modern day culture and like in our modern day thoughts on love and romance. Like, like he, I don't know if he's used these words specifically, but I'm just going to summarize maybe some of his thoughts. We can maybe try to get him on the podcast to talk about this a little more. But it's like people have lost the art of like presentation. He's talked huh. about how like if you're single, like maybe don't come rolling into young adults, not having brushed your teeth, <laughs> wearing the same sweatpants you've worn for two weeks. Like we live in a culture that would be like that's shallow. Like you shouldn't care about like my outward appearance. Yeah, We're human beings that are made to appreciate beauty in every That's a great form. Point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not just not just physical, like human human, but like mm-hmm. you you appreciate the beauty of the Rocky Mountains. You appreciate the beauty of like the ocean or the beach. Like there's there's certain moments in life where just you as a human appreciate beauty. So of course you're gonna appreciate Notice. beauty yeah. in somebody yeah. else. Absolutely. So I I don't know. Like I think that like I think that how important should looks be in a relationship? Where where would you like rank that? Like on a, on a scale from not like one to ten, but like <laughs> but like if you were if you're if you were talking to a young adult girl and she's like I'm in I'm like looking for somebody. What should I be looking for? Yeah. Where in the list of like things to be looking for should you put looks and physical attraction? I mean, it's towards the top. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like first thing is like you got to look at is their heart. Like, does Jesus have their heart? I actually think it's first. Looks? And, and not and not necessarily ah. in tears of importance. Yeah. But, but you're not going like to get to know somebody's heart. That's true. That you don't. If you don't want to get to know their face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that attraction to a level can grow. Yes, for sure. But... It's de- yeah, it's definitely like the first thing that you're going to notice. If you are specifically looking for a relationship. If you're not like cuz I know there's sometimes where you hear the story of like, "Oh, we were just friends and we weren't really looking and we just yeah. kind of grow to fall in love with each other." That 100% can happen and that's like a beautiful thing. But let's say you're like, "I'm ready to date. I've got Hinge. I'm I've got like the apps. I'm like coming to church, coming to young adults. Hopefully you're not going to the clubs or whatever, but like <laughs> I am looking to meet somebody, which is also a good thing. I think sometimes in culture we're like, oh, that's desperate. No, that's not desperate. That's just knowing what you want in life. And if you feel ready for a relationship, pursue that. Go 100%. Get the dating apps. Like just do it wisely. Do it smart. For sure. But if you're specifically looking for a relationship, I think looks are super important. And I think it, it is the first thing that will draw you to somebody. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so if it's the first thing that draws you to somebody – where should it fall once you start to get to know that person? Yeah. Like, like I think it draws you initially. Yeah. But should it change in level of like importance as you grow to know this person? A hundred percent. 
as long as you know that that like initial attraction is there somewhat like maybe it's like oh my goodness this is the most beautiful person i've ever seen maybe it's like okay i'm like attracted to them once you know that getting to know somebody that shouldn't be the first thing because like i think of the the quote from sweet betty sue of like if you if you keep it as the most important thing, I think you'll make a lot of excuses for someone who is like a twelve out of ten that maybe doesn't isn't at a place emotionally or spiritually or like maybe doesn't have the heart and some of the things that you're looking for. You might like make excuses for them if you're keeping like looks the most important thing, you know? Yes. And I feel like that is kind of for example, that's maybe like what Mary was doing for Bartice in this scenario possibly possibly <laughs> of like oh you're really attractive and so I can kind of forgive um the fact that maybe you're really 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 impatient um because do you think that people actually overlook really bad or toxic qualities in people because of physical appearance and attraction a hundred percent a hundred percent do you think so I do I think so. How common do you think that is in like a young adult relationship? I think pretty common. I think there's like levels to it of like, oh, like really, really toxic things like of like that can't be like excused that you'll make excuses for because there's like levels to it, obviously. Like if someone is like emotionally or like mentally abusive and maybe you're making excuses that's one thing but I also think you can like excuse like just regular compatibility things of yeah. like oh we're actually just not the compatible we fight all the time we like fight but we look really good together and he like I'm not gonna find anyone more attractive than that yeah so you'll make excuses um in order to like make it work you know because you're like oh no but I'm really attracted to them but maybe we're not actually that compatible so I feel like there's levels to it. There's levels of like excusing just like horrible behavior. I don't think that's as common, but like maybe just excusing some like, oh, we're not compatible, but they're really attractive. I feel like that's what's more common. Yeah. I think, yeah, when it comes to physical looks, I think they're super important, but I think you also have to go in with the understanding of like all of you are going to get old and yeah. wrinkly. <laughs> Ladies. There is a really good chance your husband will be bald one day. It's true. It it, it goes after the best of men. <laughs> Guys, there there will be a chance that your wife gets wrinkles and just get you just age, you just get older. Yeah. And, and and I think here's here's like the thing and I I really think I I think that attraction is made to draw you to somebody but not necessarily to keep you with them. Yeah. And and what am I am I saying like, "Oh, once you get married, you're not going to be attracted to your spouse?" No, absolutely not. I think Aaron's the most beautiful girl in the entire world. She but kind of is. But I think that like I think I do think a lot of people overlook bad qualities in partners initially because of physical attraction. Yeah. And I think that once that attraction draws you to somebody, I think then you kind of almost have to shelf that. It's like, okay, check. I'm attracted to this person. Yes, that's a good way to put it. I need to put that to the side and now look into the deeper issues. Yeah. How are they with their faith? 
Like, mm-hmm. what is what is their relationship like with their family? What 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 are their personality traits? Are we compatible? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think that one. I think in our culture and society, we can downplay the importance of looks, which I think is like the goal of this show. Yeah. But then I also think we can overhype looks um, and use it to mask like a thousand different red flags that could potentially be in a relationship. For sure. That's a good way to put it. Do you think an experiment like this <laughs> of trying to see if true love or I guess what what kind of bad or false pretenses or expectations does a show like this put on the reality of a relationship? Does that make sense? Like yeah. a show that's going into this experiment of like you're going to propose to somebody strictly based off their personality. And the premise is without and, and I think they say it is like as it should be. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like love should be blind. Yeah. What what kind of false pressure expectation do you think that puts on like real life relationships? I feel like it puts pressure into people like thinking that they might be shallow if they care about looks, you know, which like you said at the beginning, we are a a people that are designed to notice beauty. We are a people that are intentionally designed you know like everyone is created in god's image and um it's there's there is a purpose for like attraction you know and i think it puts (laughs) expectations of like if you if you do care about this you're shallow and if you do care about like bartice there was plenty of things there (laughs) like there was some not so great things but a lot of people were like oh, you're just shallow. Like, you just care about looks. Whereas in, like... And here's the thing, is everybody on that show is pretty objectively, like, attractive. Yeah, you they're, know, like, they're, they're pretty good-looking people and for so, the most part. <laughs> and so it, it kind of creates this, like, idea that if you do care about it and you don't marry this person that you just met because they're, like, not a good fit for you, you're not attracted to them, then you're a bad person and you're shallow um, I mean, there's many ways that I think that this puts, that's just one way. There's many ways that I feel like the expectations of this show just put like horrible expectations on relationships in general. Um, but that's most dating shows. Um, the timeline. Yeah. The timeline. I think, I think one of the things is that they give these people four weeks A month. from, from meeting each other to, to walking down an aisle. Yeah. And, and like I th- being engaged. Yeah, and I think one of the underlying narratives of this show is that love attract like physical attraction shouldn't be an equation in love. Love should be blind. And also, if you make that connection, you should be ready to walk down the aisle because like what's, no questions what's holding you back. Yeah. And it's like, dude, the best things in life take time. Yeah. It takes nine months to grow a child. On a way more practical level, the best bread is <laughs> is bread sourdough bread that's fermented for day. You know what I mean? Like, like some of the best things in life just take time to develop. Like, yeah. my marriage was great when I first got married. I mean, we had the struggles, the problems, the arguments, the fights that every new couple has when you bring two different people together. Yeah, but I would say we had a great marriage. My marriage, even though there's fights, even though there's arguments, whatever, that are still there, it's only gotten 
better. And that's also because there is a certain thing that only time can produce. Yeah. And I think that we think love, like in this realm specifically, love should be blind. And if you make that connection, it should just be there. Why isn't it there? Yeah. And there's only like a certain amount. There's there's only a certain thing that time can produce. And I'm going to tangent here for just a quick second <laughs> because I see this so often in in young pastors and people that want to be like communicators. I see these people who are 21, 22, 23, whatever, even in like their mid-20s um, that have a big following on Instagram and they think that for whatever reason that makes them a voice for a generation. Huh. And here's what's here's what's really sad. Like there, I know of like, there's a guy who was in these circles of like next up and coming influential voice of the generation pastors, like, you know, like going around traveling, speaking at different churches. Mm-hmm. Um, and they flamed out and they, yeah. they're, they now work like doing like an Instagram personal coaching business where they like coach you on your life. And it's like, here's what I think. There, there is only, I know, I know our, our podcast has taken a turn, but, but (laughs) young adult who wants influence, like, listen to this. There is only certain weight to your life and your words that time can produce. Yeah. I'm at the age now I'm 34. I appreciate the up and coming young gun, 25 year old that can get a bunch of applauses in an audience in a, in a, in a room. Yeah. But there is just something that their life doesn't have that a 50-year-old that sits right. on a stool and talks because right. they follow Jesus for a certain amount of time has. So good. Sometimes the only thing that can add that weight to your life is time, yeah. faithfulness, and consistency. And I think that's the same in like a relationship. Right. Like, good things take time. Good things take time. And so be it in your life, be it in your career, be it in your relationship. Like if you want a good relationship, you have to work at it and give it time. Yeah. And I think one of like the flaws in the narrative of this show is that oh, if you connect with somebody and you love somebody, what's the ru- or what's yeah. what's the hesitancy? What's stopping you? And it's like sometimes it just might be time, like right. getting to know somebody. So anyway, we've kind of like riffed on love is blind for a while. <laughs> um, in your opinion, how should a young adult move forward when it comes to like finding the right balance? Like this this whole show is premised on finding somebody. Yeah. They're, these are people who, to their confession – have struggled in the relational department. They feel like they struggle finding a person, so they come on this show. What do you think is like the right balance between everything? Faith, personality, looks. Like, how should a young adult approach this like dating world and dating season when it comes to the things to look for in somebody? Right. Well, I think you to your point, you said you're like, looks is kind of the first thing you notice. Um, and that's just natural. Like finding someone that you might possibly be interesting, noticing that cute girl or guy at YA. Um, so obviously that like comes first. I think over time, 
like there's like a level I would say like spirituality and making sure you're on the same page with like the big things right away of like who is Jesus to you what do you believe about the Bible like the big like pillars and like main focuses of faith and then I think like personally for in like my journey with my husband those things were like initial and then the other like things about like our faith and our spirituality little things like that we thought theologically and things about certain different areas of of life and our our theology behind that like kind of came naturally like we weren't right away like okay what do you believe about this topic this topic this topic and this topic um those conversations kind of happen naturally so i think to an extent like spirituality should come kind of second like when you sit down with someone on that first date definitely figure out what they believe about god yeah it's not worth jesus. continuing if right. you're if you're a real follower of jesus and and like we said attraction whether you think this is shallow or not it's just true 99 times out of 100 yeah a tra- physical attraction is going to be what draws you to meet a person yes. to to want to go on that date once you check that physical attraction box you kind of set that to the side and then you really dive into the things that make i don't even want to say make a relationship because again looks and attraction matter yeah. but when you're trying to find that person and you check that I'm attracted box, that kind of goes to the side and then you really dive in to think. And obviously, faith in Jesus, relationship yeah. like with God, like that, that must come first or there's no point. Right. There's no point even like for a second date. And then after that, I think it like once you start to like you get past that dating like initial first dates of dating and you're like actually in a relationship that's when you figure out like okay are we actually compatible which is kind of funny because i feel like in a way love is blind kind of just skips step one and goes to the like in the pods i think they have those deep conversations yeah and then afterwards they figure out if they're compatible in real life so there's there's some to it but it's just really misplaced and really like I think it's super out of order. Yeah, it's out of order. Like there's there's little right ideas there um of like yeah, once you're actually dating and you're spending more time together and you're in your boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever. That's when you figure out if you're compatible or not and like maybe that comes from like, oh, how do we argue? Yeah. How do how do we like do we enjoy spending time together? Cuz that's huge. Like Yeah. You enjoy Aaron. Like, you genuinely like hanging out with Aaron. Yeah. You know, like, she's beautiful. She's smart. You guys agree on things. But, like, you enjoy her company. I enjoy hanging out with Jake. Like, I just like him. Um, so I think that's part of it, too, of, like, the compatibility. There's levels to that. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. That Maybe that's the order of, like, initial first attraction. Figuring out the big things that you believe on faith, the Bible, Um and then after that, just figuring out if you're just flat out compatible, like yeah. if you just like each other. So if you had to answer, is love blind? That's like <laughs> that's like the big question they always ask, like at the altar. Like now it's time to find out, is love <laughs> blind? <laughs> what would you say? You answer it first. No, you say. <laughs> no. No, love's not blind. <laughs> Don't be a fool. Love is not blind. No, love is not blind. This is a terrible, this is a terrible, <laughs> terrible story. 
But I have to tell it. There's Do a, it. There's a pastor I listened to when I was a wee child. Um, and they told they they were in a relationship series and they were talking about the importance of physical attraction. Guys, there is a whole book of the Bible. It's true. Based on love and romance. It is some of the most explicit <laughs> material. It's they will not allow young Jewish boys to read this section of the Bible until I think they are technically men, which is what, thirteen? Yeah. Fourteen, something like that. Up there. They will not. Or is it 15? I don't know. Is it their bat mitzvah? Yeah, it, but it's Song of Songs or Song of Solomon, what, what, however it's labeled in your Bible. It is a, I hate using this word, but for the most, like put in a holy context, it is erotic love poetry. It is. And like erotic, not in like a, not in like a pornographic, ex, like exploitive sense. It is like love poetry between two people who want to and end up getting married. Like, yeah. So the Bible wouldn't even say love is blind. It would not. No. It, there's a whole <laughs> book about like the importance of like beauty and, and sexual desire and intimacy and all that different stuff. Yeah. So, no, love is not blind. It's not. No. So looks are important. They're not everything. They're Do not. not be the person that overlooks bad qualities or red flags because of physical attraction. Right. But do not also be the person that lies to yourself and says that looks do not matter in a relationship because while they are not everything and while even though they might be an initial thing, shouldn't be the most important thing. Yeah. They Aren't matter. the end all be all. They matter and they're important. So before we wrap up this podcast, I think we have to go there. Cole. And, and Zenab. Zeneb. Zen Zeneb? Zeneb. Zeneb. Neb. What did he call her? Zen? He would call her Zay. 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 Are you team Cole or team Zeneb? <sighs> Here's the thing. Dun dun dun. You can never know. You can never know because you don't know the full story. Right. There could be conversations, obviously, that they didn't record. There could be conversations between them that didn't make it on a camera. So I'm never, ever trying to invalidate a girl's claim. This Long story short, this couple, that guy was a dum-dum. There was, was a some dummy. immaturity. And he was a little, a little snaky. Like he yeah, went up to this other girl after they all. So once, once you see each other, everybody who agrees to get married goes on this trip like together where they all like meet each other and hang out and you see a person that you might have connected with that you didn't propose to and you're like, oh, wow, now that I see him, I might have these feelings. He like approached some girl and was like, hey, you're definitely the kind of person that I would go up to in a bar, like talk to, whatever. He was kind of being snaky. For sure. However, I do think that he could do no right. Thousand percent. She <laughs> found every reason to pick a flaw in him. Just pick him apart. So here's what I would say. Am I would I say I'm Team Cole? I wouldn't go that far, but I'm not Team Zeneb. <laughs> or, or is that how you say her name? Zeneb. Yeah. Zeneb. I'm not Team Zeneb. I'll say that. What about you? Yeah. Me and Sierra, if you're listening to this, me and Sierra. <laughs> We're discussing this topic in detail the other day. Okay. Um, I if I had to just pick a side, 
which is so hard. It's like, we don't know these people. We weren't there. But I think I lean more towards Cole. More towards Cole. For sure. I think definitely there was, um, she was very critical. Yes. Of him. And I think he, he had definite, like, immaturity and just, I think, unawareness of the things he would say and do. Yes, he was very unaware. But I think this is a perfect example of like, they were just not compatible. At all. Not like he compatible. wanted to joke around, have fun, shoot each other with Nerf guns. And to her, that was Childish. out of the question. Yeah. yeah. And these are both two very beautiful, physically like attractive yes. people. Like he's a great looking guy. She's a good looking girl. This just goes to show like, while physical attraction is important, it is not everything. And it's they were not, not everything. They were not compatible. What they were not so meant for each other. Ever. Yeah, I will say, again, we don't know all the backstory. We don't know all the conversations. I will say the show and the producers wanted to portray her as controlling and crazy. Yeah, and, and they so, wanted to portray him as immature. Yes. And so just going off of that, I would maybe be 51% Cole. Um, but I don't know the full backstory. But they did a really great job if that's not her, of making her look like complete control freak. So, true. Yeah. But, okay, guys, love. Love it, is not blind. Love is not blind, and it shouldn't be. It should not be blind. You should care about what the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with looks like. Yeah. So take the pressure off. You're not a shallow person if you care about looks. You just need to put looks in their proper place. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. For all things Red Rocks Young Adults, you can follow us on Instagram at? At Red Rocks YA. And you can go to redrocksya.org. Hey, also, this is redrocksya.com. Or org. We own both. Oh, do we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should know this. I don't know why. <laughs> we own both. I've never tried to go to org. Hey, this week, and we should maybe, I don't know if we can edit this and put this in the front too. Friendsgiving oh, there we go. is this week. So if you're listening to this as it drops, this Thursday, November 17th, we clear out our entire auditorium. We bring in, we cater food, Thanksgiving the food, finest the turkey, Thanksgiving cuisine, the mashed potatoes and gravy, all that, the pies. We literally bring tables into our auditorium. We play fun Thanksgiving games. We watch football and we just hang out. So, so fun. If you've been intimidated to come check out young adults, or maybe you've got a friend that you've wanted to invite, but you're not sure where they are on their faith journey or where they, it, their thoughts about Christianity, this is the time and the place to the bring perfect them. Week. There's no surprises. We're not like secretly baptizing people like, <laughs> or trying to make them like confess or anything like that. This is just a time for people to hang out, to grow in community, to get to know one another, to get to know the people you sit next to every single Thursday um, and have fun and hang out. And so if you're listening, come to Friendsgiving, invite as many people as you know. We've got tons of space, plenty of space. Come to Friendsgiving. We'd love to see you guys come. there. It's a good time. Hey, and pay attention next week. We will be dropping a special episode before the holidays. So, yeah, two, a, two podcasts in two weeks. Look at us making up for the lost time. <laughs> so We try. We try. Right. Hey, we love you guys. We will see you, you next week. Bye. Peace out.